woman behind the bar was the most unfriendly person ever when we arrived. And when my, when my food came, it had numerous hairs. So she obviously hadn't had enough drink. Yeah, 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 she's a bit cranky. Yeah, yeah. Um, we took it back. She said it was supposed to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, the chicken parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome along to the community notice board. Let's do it, baby. Welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. We've got a very special guest today. It's Ty Tate from Built to Spill Wine. How are you, Ty? I'm very well. Thanks for coming to see you. I love it. And from built to spill wine, man. So tell us about built to spill. Tell us about what what what, what's going on, man. That sounds like a fun place to work. It's Uh, a it's a a good time. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like uh, it's an online wine shop, Mm. and we sell records and we we make wines with artists and entertainers one of which we have here one of which we have right here classic former guest that's what i reckon uh the cheeky redders so i'll pour some up for us so you you make wine with people like so you work with nat to design his own wine that i mean that's not here obviously but that sounds like the funnest fucking thing in the world to do it's pretty good wine you know it's pretty much getting into a room like this and talking about booze and drinking it and then until you stumble upon a formula for success. Exactly. Until you have heaps of booze that you'll never run out. And then <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> so what, what, like why yeah. did you decide to get into the wine game? Uh, I guess, I mean, like I've been working in hospitality since I was, you know, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, and wine was kind of like one of those things you had to learn about. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, okay. And then, and then when I moved to Australia, then it turned into like a, discovered you know this this new kind of style of natural wine where things are made without preservatives and happy grapes made by regular people yeah because you can just be shit at wine i'm 34 yeah. years old and know nothing beyond the two colors like, yeah, exactly. it's like i'll read a recipe and it's like you need like a cab sav and i'll have to call my wife and be like is that the red or the white wine and she was like it says cab sav and i was like is cab sav cabernet sauvignon she's like yes and i'm like okay well you can be an expert like me and just look for the one with the most gold medals on yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, i know what i'm doing okay so Someone told me a tip once that they're like, and I don't even know if it's real or not, but it's like, obviously, we all know, like, the older the wine, generally, it's better. Mm. But at a bottle shop, if you get the, the wine there, and then it'll have, like, 2008, 2018, 18. And if you look right at the back of the aisle, there might be a 2017 there. <laughs> ah. And once I went back and found one. <laughs> Ever since then, I do it every time. <laughs> Never found a fuck all. It's always the same. And it, it gets older. And it gets newer, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, My I've, strategy is... The biggest difference at like a BWS or something between the sale price and then the normal price. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like, so you're just taking normal Woolworths logic into the bottle shop. So <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for the hot special yellow tickets. Yeah. You're you're like, know, if, it's, if it's 12 down from 15, go fuck yourself. If it's 15 down from 35, I'm getting that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like, I love making fun of you. I do the exact same thing. But they're just, it. they just go, look at this piece of dog shit wine. Uh, make it 30 bucks for a day and mark it down to 10. And Drew will buy a case. That's <laughs> like an idiot award. Drew he just pulls his He's trailer. coming in. He's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get the sharpie out. Oh, man. I don't know about you guys though, but I feel like there's always someone in a friendship group who like 
There's always someone in a friendship group who's into wine, but there's also someone who just loves smashing wine and they become yeah. the ultimate liability when they do so. <laughs> and they just look like like they're smearing clown makeup off their teeth. My mate Davis, like, you know things are going bad after you've been on the beers. And he's like, let's just get a bottle of wine. Yeah. And then, like, one time we were at a bar all day and he's like, we should go get a feed. There's a BYO restaurant. I was like, hey, you get a sixer? And he's like, how about we get a sixer of wine? <laughs> and he bought six bottles of wine. We went through, like, two. And the whole time we were just looking around. Because it's, like, six. We'd been smashing beers since, like, 11 in the morning. Just drunk shit, Dude. spilling stuff everywhere. Just being like, this is a nightmare. We just want to get out of there. Davis took all the wines as he left and then was just throwing them in the air. <laughs> she was just like, catch! And just like threw one at my like old housemate who was not prepared to catch. So it just hit him in the chest, fell, broke everywhere. Just red wine. And we're all like 32 at this point and just yelled, scatter! <laughs> and just ran in different directions. Wow, that whole Christ. story, I thought you were 19. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a big reveal. Like, no, no, no. Look at the bruise was, on this, this was literally two years ago. Yeah, just pretty Uh, But Um, it it is true because wine is like obviously a lot stronger than a beer. Yeah. But it's not as strong as spirits, but you don't mix it with anything. So you just literally it's like drink it at the same rate. Yeah, Yeah. you drink it at the same rate as which is kind of like like these natural wines, uh, they kind of they do actually get made like a little bit lower alcohol and there's less shit in them. So people go like, Oh, I don't get as much of a hangover. It's like well, instead of being like 17%, like old man, it's like, it's 11%. Like, you feel better for a reason. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, someone just being like, oh, I only drank six beers instead of 24. I feel magically fine. Yeah. All about wellness. But everyone's like, man, I think I had someone put something in my one of my 12 beers last night. Yeah. And I, was I it 12 like, more beers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy when I was 17 claimed he got his drink spike because he tried to drink an entire case of vodka cruises. And he got to 17 and just passed out. And he's like, I think someone put something in. I was like, oh, you think someone put something in the 17th sugar bomb? Did you? Like, Did I ever uh, tell you about the time? Uh, and so, like, you know, when you're growing up and, and wine is one avenue you can go down where you're like, you know, things are expensive when you're trying to get drunk and, yeah. and, and you can go down the Goon Avenue. Yeah. And we did that for a little bit, but then my my idiot friends uh, got into uh, home distilling Oh, uh, shit. whiskey. Oh, no. Oh, and, uh, we, well, it wasn't whiskey as much as it was like uh, just grain alcohol. So it's yeah. just like sugar yeah. as a base, like vodka, I guess. Like moonshine. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> Literally moonshine. Can they see to this day? Well, <laughs> honestly, like it, it, they made it and it's like, you know, you're supposed to, there's all these, there's a recipe. It would have been seven, would have been 18, but like very young. And there was like a, you know, you go down to the, the homebrew shop, you buy the proper equipment, but then there's very detailed, you know, clinical instructions. You got to clean everything, you know, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> spotlessly. And you got to. A bunch of 19 year olds are definitely cleaning yeah. everything. And then it's like you got to triple in. distill it <laughs> and you got to use filtered water. You got to boil the water and then use it for this and all this. And they're like, fuck that. It's like garden hose. <laughs> you know, it's like triple distill. You know, they taste it after one distill. Like, That's pretty good, right? And they just think like the worst thing is it's going to be like a shitty drink, which it was. But it's like they didn't understand they were making like methanol, not ethanol. Yeah, exactly. Which kills you. Yeah, 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 and yeah. one of my friends, and they were drinking it and handing it out, and like, you know, when you drink like bad, you know, like goon or something, it's like, oh, that's a bit crook, but you'll keep drinking it. Yeah. They like, they were like doubling over it, the sip of it, like this is the most disgusting thing, like <laughs> gasoline, and then just kept going. Oh my lord! And then we were at the leagues club. And my friend just seized up and laid on the ground. He's like, I can't move my body. And we had to get an ambulance to go. He was completely sober and completely conscious. But he's like, I can't move. 
Oh, and then they, they literally took him to hospital and he had, they had like blood, not blood, like, yeah, so like basically methanol in his blood or something like that. And he was fine, but it was like. Could have died. Yeah, it, it was only, you know, the weird thing is we were like, there's something wrong with this, but we didn't actually know what was wrong. And then years later we looked into it like, yeah, that was like, we'll make a poison. You'll make you know? a poison, yeah. <laughs> we just thought like someone, yeah, I don't know. We just, we just, just yeah, it was unreal. It is when, uh, when I was a, a young kid, my mum like uh we was like super poor right mm. and so she uh she was like i can't be fucked buying like she called them town beers it was like beers from the shop and so she started getting like the, like the brew kits from the supermarket she start oh. cooking these up all the time and like it was like pretty clear it looked it looked like cooper's you know but like back then like no one knew what cooper's was anyway it was yeah. like this kind of cloudy thing and be like oh, like yeah, yeah on the home brews like yeah sweet but then if we had like a good day she'd be like oh that's it son i'm getting on the town beers <laughs> like yeah sweet i mean if, if anything from any of the podcast episodes i know now i'm just going to annoy people at bars being like can i get a town beer <laughs> <laughs> i love how it's like you know uh, yeah we won the we won the scratch off or whatever like all right pop the town beers all right that's it was celebrating <laughs> but then uh, after that she started uh, making this thing because she had like a massive gardener and um, she had like a massive field of rhubarb mm. and she started making this thing called rhubarb champagne oh fuck and mm. like <laughs> and so and like uh, just like sugar rhubarb water and like yeast or whatever like, it, was, it was actually like made pretty naturally <laughs> essentially but we just like put them into vodka cruiser bottles as well like recap them yeah and some and like the recipe wasn't like super down packed. <laughs> so like we'd just like we just asked to steal them all the time. And um well, it's not really stealing then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like you're like one one night you go out with your mates and you just go like have a few and be like, I'm fucking hammered. Uh, and then other times you'll be like, hey, do you feel anything? Does that mean now like you're you're making your own wine, sometimes your mum's like Fucking taught him everything. You got to put rhubarb in the wine. I was actually talking to her the other day. I was like, uh, I was talking to a uh, a winemaker. Was like, do you reckon you could make me like a large amount of this rhubarb champagne for for my mum? And he's like. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, honestly. If I saw her at the shops, rhubarb champagne, yeah. I'm buying that. That's, that's cool. Fucking... Well, I mean, that brings me to my point: is uh, that uh, I mean, first we should comment on the wine. Oh. It is absolutely oh, delicious. Yeah, fucking, I was it is delicious. That is such a nice. And I, I'm one of those. I can't tell what I like about wine, but I just like it or don't. You know, when it, even really nice wine, sometimes like, ugh. But that is so easy to drink. That's the thing about like natural wine. It's like a. Uh, it's taken the uh, exclusivity out of shit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, you don't have to know anything. All you can, whatever, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Do you like, does it taste good? Drink it. Yeah. 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 yeah that old, you know, the yeah. fucking trying to, to take notes. I feel like there is a thing where sometimes the barrier to entry just causes people to go the exact opposite way. Yeah. And they're like, fuck yes, I'm drinking a fucking rhubarb champagne. Exactly. Instead. Yeah. And I yeah. believe Jamie has a pitch for. Yeah. I have a, so I have a pitch oh, for Bittersville yeah. Wine because uh, obviously Nat has been on the podcast. I believe we've mentioned the chats on the podcast. So that's oh, yeah. a collaboration yeah. between <laughs> us and them. <laughs> but I was thinking about this because like a lot of our podcast obviously is about like growing up, towns you grew up in, yeah. like small town, like Australiana. And you know now how everyone's kind of obsessed with nostalgia and stuff. So you'll go to a like a cafe and they'll do like cheese boards where it's like Jats crackers and yeah, Cabanossi yeah, yeah. sticks or an expensive restaurant will be like for dessert we've got our take on the lamington <laughs> so my my pitch for built to spill wine is the community notice board adult passion pop 
Oh, hell fucking yeah. <laughs> because imagine, yeah. like, if you get the passion fruit sparkling wine, you take out the disgusting sulfur aftertaste yeah. of regular passion pop. You charge people $10 for that and call it, like, throwback passion pop. People are like, fuck, I'm getting back on the pop. Absolutely. Yeah. You put our three faces on it, exactly. I guarantee you. You'll get <laughs> I guarantee you, three sales. You'll probably lose a couple of customers. <laughs> <laughs> the idea itself is sound. <laughs> Drew will buy them on special. <laughs> well, I told Drew the idea, and he's like, fuck, maybe don't tell them because that's too good. It's like, what are we going to start a vineyard? Like, we just bought all the podcast equipment. Nah, we'll, we'll do it together. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> call, call it well spent youth. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's an excellent I, idea. I, yeah, that's the thing about wine, growing. I think the problem with wine is that it's so cheap at the worst end of it. As a kid, yeah. the first time you're exposed to it is just the worst. Yeah, shitty wine, and then so, but you know, that, you can go down a passion pot. Whoa, that's disgusting. Or you, yeah. you know, as you get a little bit older. But I'm like Jamie. I didn't really like wine at all i mean i don't know if you still do but i i like it a little like bit now, but not until yeah. i was in my 30s that i would i ever fucking drink it but um but this is a great way to get people involved oh, exactly totally. we're just we're just trying to just make it the, the gateway you know mm, yeah, we're yeah. just we're just the weed of wine work. <laughs> and there's enough craft fucking beer like you know what exactly I mean? there's enough fucking yeah. craft beer i love beer but seriously it's like why not? We you should know, um we should probably wine. mention the name of the town. Yeah, we're twelve we're minutes here. We're gonna get rich with that old passion. Yeah. Yeah. So excited about the wine because we because you've grown up in a t- tiny, tiny town tiny. in the North Island of New Zealand, uh, Ohukuni. Ohukuni, yeah. Ohukuni, lovely yeah. um, name. Every, well, everywhere in New Zealand has the best fucking names. Like the, the oh, totally. Yeah, the, oh, Kune. So the yeah. north, yeah. So well, north I love every, like, every time I, we have a guest where it's like a tiny town. I get excited. I'm like, I love a tiny town. So many <laughs> interesting stories. And then we go to do research. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, <we laughs> no one documented anything. anything there. But yeah, like, so what? What's the vibe of Ohukuni? So it's a town on the side of a volcano okay. that's also a ski field. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, your normal boy. She was like, I've seen nothing so far. I've been at fucking Thunder One, being in 20 of them, you know? Oh, it's pretty like Queen Bee in there, I guess. It's so funny when we go, like, you're moving to Australia, oh, fucking snakes and spiders, and then you're like, ah, and then you come over here, like, earthquakes, volcanoes. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. It's like fantasy disaster world. Yeah. Is, that, is that volcano the. Didn't you say it was Mount Doom? So. So you're is you're on the base of is it Ruapahu? Ruapahu, yeah. Ruapahu, which is one of the is the biggest volcano there, but I think there's yep. a couple others really nearby. There's Tongarero as well, um, and Narahoe. Nara, so Narahoe was Mount Doom. Was Mount Doom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Lord of the Rings. There you yeah. go. Which um, was voted got I a think, bit of an attitude after a bit of a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the breakout star. I've, I've of been trying. I've been trying to get there for ages. <laughs> but, uh, it's a bit of a trick. <laughs> but it's um yeah, and it like when you look at it, it's like you can tell why it's like fucking. All three of those are just like insane. You know how there's like sometimes they're like this is the biggest peak in New South Wales yeah. or whatever, but it's just like a boring fucking <laughs> like okay, it's a bit high, but who gives a shit? But this like the at least um, uh, Naruhoe, oh, fuck, it looks demonic. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a real volcanoy uh, fucking and it's peak. Like, it's wild as well. Like you know, in summertime, excuse me, when you like you know go go trekking up through the bush and stuff up there as well. It's like. It's full volcanic rocks and stuff. Even like like in like the paddock in my mum's place, like there's volcanic rocks that have been spewed out and Far just like out. littering. Uh, so they're active volcanoes. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I yeah. saw. Uh, I was I'm looking at rocks. the um, Google, yeah. and it was like a question answers on Google, and someone wrote. 
can I jump in the volcano? <laughs> and Rahul wrote, yeah, bro, you can. <laughs> Just love, even, yeah, bro. <laughs> Just like, yeah, you fucking idiot, you know? But they're, they're yeah, active like volcanoes, yeah. right? In I that. mean, like in the 60s and the 70s, people would go swimming in the crater. That's you can't, you can't do it now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you couldn't do it then ah, either. PC culture. Eh? <laughs> 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 can't even burn to death. <laughs> swim. And you were saying that it's a bit of a two-season town because yeah. it's obviously the ski season comes in. Ski you- season comes in and it's like it goes from small town to just like fucking bustling metropolis. Right. Mm. There's like a whole bunch of people that come and live there for the year. Um, How are they viewed? Like as a local, are you hating them or? It's kind of funny. Like, you know, growing up, it was like, you know, so like we were, we were super, super broke. Um, we, like my mum managed to get this house and it had like a bit of land on it and it had like a shack down the back. And so she the, was on the right. brewery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the champagne factory. And, um, and she had, uh, like a shack down the back and we had, had the big house there. She was on like a sing, single parent, uh, like uh, benefit or whatever, yeah. which like back then was like 11 grand a year. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I'm not that old, so it's not that long. Yeah. <laughs> and um and so we just rent out like uh floor space, like the shack, everything to people just like young snowboarding and stuff coming oh, down. Yeah, like, yeah. Nice. So, before it happened. Yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. <laughs> so it was um it was it was sick because we'd like um just got to hang out with all these like, you know, funny other just like, you know, young skaters and stuff who come to town and just have a good time and mm. and shred away. Um so there was there was a total different side to kind of the the rich you know skiers coming to town yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right they're not they're not staying in the brewery shed I guess yeah, you know yeah what exactly I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's like the lower deck of the Titanic where all the fights yeah, happen yeah, yeah. exactly yeah we're doing some jigs I love how um, <laughs> I love how like I just love small town small town attitude because the like oh Cooney's obviously like that's all, there's so much to promote about a small town and the you know Mount Doom and the fucking <laughs> snowfields and that. but then all I could find about it is the big fucking carrot yeah. <laughs> which is like, on the highway and they're like come check out the big carrot look at this <laughs> and it's like and we've got a lot of these in Australia but it's literally if you listen it's just a fucking big carrot yeah, and yeah, yeah. and uh, it's funny the history of the big carrot I don't know if you know it was. It was a prop in an ANZ bank commercial. I actually didn't remember that. Yeah, and yeah. so that ANZ <laughs> had a, and I've seen the ad. It's on TV. I would play. It's not interesting, but I just described. It. It's just basically like, you know, those '80s ads where they're trying to be all like, um, real. Uh, you know, it's like a movie, and it's like in an age when, yeah, and yeah. you know, and yeah. it's very like uh, scared. There was an Apple ad that sort of broke the yeah. the mold, but there was like all these people standing around, and it's like. Grow your investment. And then this <laughs> carrot comes out of the ground and they're all looking at this enormous carrot. And it's just this big paper mache fucking carrot. And so ANZ did this ad. And then at the end of the ad, they're like, what are we going to do with this fucking carrot? So they turn around and like, we're going to donate it to Okune. And the town were like, yes, we get the carrot. And ANZ were oh, just like, man. oh my God, I can't believe we got rid of that carrot. I think I read a thing where like at first there was some resistance to it. And they were like, they're clearly just trying to, Get rid of the carrot, and then some people were like, hey, get, "It's a big carrot." <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was resistance where to place it, uh, so right. people were like, "Should it be here or should it be there?" <laughs> we're all on board for the carrot. You know, you know? This, this carrot was thirty dollars down at Woolworths <laughs> before. <laughs> we're doing it for free now. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine like Ty's mom, like, "I can make a fucking champagne." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Right. I mean, also, it's seven meters. Like, it's not yeah. big. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, well, that's a big carrot. It's, yeah, it's a hundred times the size. It's of bigger than a regular it's carrot. It needs to be to be a carrot. But it's uh, but then they did. Uh, there was like a ceremony in Wellington 
of the like transport of it from Wellington to Oakune, and the news report <laughs> was like. Oakuno have been waiting for this big carrot for many years now and they just sort of then the, the mayor is like yeah so we're really excited about the big carrot and they just truck the carrot down the highway and stick it in the ground and it's like you're this is Mount Doom it's like what do you care about this fucking carrot they oh, still love it and it was like it fell into disrepair for ages as well like was that the paint had gone all patchy and everything and then Someone like like there was like a fundraiser, like a blood drive sort of thing for like getting the carrot repainted, and someone someone repainted it, and then this this old guy from the town was like, "Who painted the fucking pasta orange?" (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Do you grow a lot of carrots? Is there any carrots? Famous for carrots. Yeah, there's there's like market gardeners there. Like heaps, like um, heaps, like uh, Asian immigrants moved moved to there, and they just fucking. Grew the shit out of stuff, right? Uh, volcanic soil and stuff, I guess. Exactly, right? yeah, yeah, good, very fertile. But they, they've yeah. turned it into the uh, it's the carrot park, car- the the carrot amusement park or whatever. Oh, and there's it's f- fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there like a month or so oh, ago. Yeah, what's and, the like? Well, they've got all these new like uh, toys and things like. I know bouncy kind of whatever they are, but they've got more vegetables, right? More vegetables, and they're all characters, but they all look fucking weird. There's, there's, <laughs> I just had because uh, I had an unveiling of a pass, the, the big parsnip, <laughs> and uh. they were like, the big parsnip joins the famous four, <laughs> which is <laughs> the giant cabbage, the carrot, the fat, the carrots, the leader, you know, oh, the obviously. potato and the turnip. So there's like a cast oh, of man, these. They've got to get a photo of them walking down Abbey Road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah this, like, this exactly. is the real fab four. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of the reviews, almost all the reviews, because I'm like, this must be like, like this must be a thing you drive past, like, what are you doing, you know? But all the reviews are pretty positive, but someone wrote, like, Aiden wrote, two, uh, he's like, uh, if you like big carrots, look no further. Two stars. And then and Joseph's like, think it must be good for kids or something. <laughs> so Joseph's there, is like, I don't really get it, but I guess someone Man. must like it. like a guy at an art gallery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't really It's subjective. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't move me. It's, uh, but it's just funny to me that like uh, that that's what defines a town. And then like is mu- even if there were a heap of protests for it going up, once it's up, if anyone ever dared take it down, exactly, it'd yeah. be right. It's, it's been it's been adopted. Although like you know, as still I still feel like a local going back there now. I've been here for ten years, but like you drive past there. And you see people posing in front of it, you're like, fucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking carrot. I was gonna say, like, what would happen what would happen? Like, do you think the town would rally around if like someone vandalized it, if someone spray painted it or something? Would people yeah. be like, not the fucking carrot? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the good thing about the carrot is you couldn't get anything more politically neutral. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you know? They do call it the Switzerland of the root vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. yeah in terms of symbols. Yeah, oh, man. And so yeah, sorry. Well, I was just gonna say you mentioned off uh, Mike that you started work at like twelve yeah. or thirteen or something. Yeah, well, because was that just like helping your mum with the with the champagne business? <laughs> <laughs> so you're a bootlegger yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and selling a bit of weed here. <laughs> well, actually, like it was, um, I was I was homeschooled. Um, like like correspondent school, so it was kind of the biggest school in New Zealand. But they send you all your work. My mum was an ex teacher, and we tried to go to the school there. I was like, this is fucking lame. <laughs> um, and my my brother had actually just um, had had their youngest son, 
who um, actually had Down syndrome, mm-hmm. and they, they needed a bit of extra help. So we were like driving back and forth. They lived on the other side of the country. So we we're kind oh, of like wow. back and forth. So like, okay, correspondence school works for us. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. Um, and then I got to 12 years old and was like, fuck, I really want to go snowboarding. I live in this town and I've like never been up there because we can't afford it, right? Mm. Um, and mum was like, well, why don't you get a job, Al? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, You've been lounging yeah, around here for too yeah, long. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Off the fat of the land. Yeah. The fat of the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, so I started at this this job at like a it's like a boot fitter. Like like a ski boot snowboard boot right. fitter. Now is this highly illegal? Because it sounds like you should be working at twelve, right? I think you can work to, uh, that wasn't illegal, but getting paid $5 cash an hour was definitely illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like, this kid doesn't look like he's got a lot of negotiating skills. <laughs> he like he's still wearing a fucking propeller. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just shit your pants? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, so that would have been fucking... And you would have just been surrounded by... Like, was everyone just... Heaps older than you? Or are there other 15, 16-year-olds like, working there? It was like 15, 16, like... More, yeah, more 15, 16, and then that kind of 18 to 25 was everyone else. Mm, mm, mm. Um, In terms of being a 12-year-old, that must have been so fucking cool for you to just be like, all right, I didn't go to school. And then people are like, oh, lame, you're not hanging out with kids. You're like, all my friends are 18 years old. I didn't need to convince anyone to buy me booze. They just got me (laughs) some. I don't know what I would have done at 12 years old. I was was, was scared of kids 13. You know what I mean? I I still am. I'm more scared of kids 13. (laughs) (laughs) But I would not be like putting the boot on a 15-year-old kid. Oh, no. You know? it, it was it was crazy and like um but the the, the thing as well was like around about that time so i worked from there like 12 to i think 15 16 um but and then you retired with your golden watch i did get paid super right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got paid super well <laughs> for an illegal <laughs> person <laughs> I got like uh when I was thirteen, I got um I got my first radio show. <laughs> oh, wow, you've had a fucking life. What? Because I was really tall. Like I was about this height when I was twelve. Yeah. But like, you know, like this skinny. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, maybe just an emaciated like eighteen year old. Like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um so I just kind of got led into do things all the time and I really liked drum and bass at the time, which like everyone in New Zealand did. Except in my small town at that time when I had the drum and bass radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Your listenership wasn't yeah. too good. So, so I need more veggie towns. <laughs> exactly. So like every Wednesday night my mum would drop me off to this like pirate radio station house and I'd go there eight till ten just like like playing records and Holy stuff. Man, fuck. that rules. <laughs> Man, at twelve I went to bed at <laughs> like at thirty five I still do. Uh, <laughs> were you doing were you talking between the tracks like Yeah, yeah, totally. Another, another this this next song goes out to my friend Chris. Um, <laughs> you are listening, aren't you? <laughs> it's cool if you're not. Um, otherwise, <laughs> oh man, that rules. That's a, like if you were 24, that would be the coolest. You know, drum and bass. That's radio a cool job now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, that's insane. And your mum, your mum was was she just like oh whatever, mate? Would she would she bemused by the situation? No, or? she she was just like like you're a weird kid. Like you know you want to do what you want to do. Like you've always been doing weird stuff. Like. I gotta, I gotta let the let the eagle fly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know that, that was kind of like the same reason of like you know why we're 
always, you know, me and all my young mates and stuff would always party at home. She's like, I know you're going to do it. Just like do it where I know you are, where I can see you. Like, right. you're going to be okay. Yeah. So you had one of those cool moms that was like switched on. Exactly. And yeah. about that. So you had a few parties at home? Oh, there was like the party house. It was the oh. party house, like all my older brothers and, and for me, like all the time. Sick. It was, it was mad. But like, yeah, just always kind of like a safe time, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. It's like, all right, now fucking get, get Daniel, he's spewing again. Like, you know, we can't have too many bourbon and cokes. <laughs> 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 fucking Daniel. <laughs> house parties with older brothers and just like, 18 year old girls and you're like yeah I run kind of like a pirate radio station when I'm not on the slopes yeah Yeah, but your voice still isn't broken you little twerp (laughs) (laughs) oh this next song goes out to Kelsey (laughs) (laughs) insane man yeah so that sounds like a fucking so were you the youngest brother then youngest brother by 10 years yeah wow right that would have helped I guess for you to be like surrounded by you know 10 year old brothers that Make you feel a bit older than twelve, I e- guess. Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. And it was kind of, you know, I, they taught me how to drink and open bottles of beer with lighters and things like that. You know, I <laughs> still can't skills. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. tried that you should have been homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that last year and cut open the thing between my thumb and index finger and was like, never again. <laughs> I love it, like just the idea of homeschooling, there is really two paths, and that is like cool mom party house, ski slope <laughs> DJ, or it's like introverted complete loser <laughs> who's socially awkward forever. Oh no. <laughs> I still struggle in social situations. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just, to me, like if someone's like, oh, I was homeschooled, I'm like, oh, dweeb. And yeah, like, no, exactly. You know, but, I, I but, still do that. Yeah. <laughs> so really and then Ty just tells us, he's like, oh, you've had cooler jobs from 12 to 15 <laughs> <laughs> in our entire life. So I was, I was much cooler then. I'm, I suck now. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, uh, so the Pirate Radio Station, how long did that last for? Uh, I did that for like a year. And where, what, what happened after that? Um, fuck, I mean... Just worse, you know. Just yeah. <laughs> well, I, I started working in restaurants after that. Yeah. And that that's when I started drinking, like, fancy. Yeah. You know, right. like, but, but still, like, heaps of illegal shit going on. Like, you, just... Well, that's classic hospital. Really. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, working behind the bar being, like, 15, 16... <laughs> And it's like, no, is there no IDs in New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> just, everyone's like, how old are you, 18? Yeah, that'll do that. Are you sure? Because if you're not, you have to tell me, okay? <laughs> do you promise? They measure your height against the big carrot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's on the third rung, he's 18. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's insane. I Yeah, so, so you were like 15, 16 working in restaurants, and were you yeah. like... And you said that's how you got into wine was the hospital work. Yeah, totally. Were you drinking wine then? Were you? Did you start uh, sort of into it when you were started? Or where, when I start, like they, they'd make us do these like wine training and stuff, and be like, okay, I'm um, you know taste the Sauvignon Blanc, and can you taste cat's piss? I'm like, I've never drunk cat's piss before. <laughs> 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 Fucking weirdos, yeah. and I'm homeschooled. <laughs> yeah. I remember that from working in hospital that those wine. Yeah, like, like the, 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 the index of flavors or whatever. Yeah, because they always got, the, we had the same guy every time and he was this <laughs> fucking creep who yeah. would come in um, and he was the husband of like the general manager, but he would be like, so he, he was in his 30s and he would be so fucking creepy to the, you know, like the yeah, 15 yeah. and 16 year old girls over there. <laughs> we all hated him. But you better believe I signed up to every single one because, like, you mean you're going to pay me to just sit around and get pissed yeah, on exactly, yeah. Fuck yeah, I'll do plenty of cats pissing there. Whatever you say. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was funny. Like, I, I just remember, like, uh, when I first started drinking wine and pretending to enjoy it, it was like, um, you know, being like a, I started off as a dishy, right? And, mm. 
and that like any off cuts of steak or whatever that like couldn't make it into a dish they'd be like like you go a little steak a little mash do you want a little, little a little fucking Merlot to go with that one. Like, right. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Love this. Well, good, good year. Yeah. <laughs> Tannins, I believe. Yeah. I heard someone say, There's some dogs pissing this as well. <laughs> White <laughs> wine, cats piss. <laughs> red wine, dogs piss. That's the number one rule. How, how do you get red wine out of a carpet? You put cats piss in it, obviously. <laughs> we, uh, like, like I said, I didn't drink wine much at all growing up, but uh, we. <laughs> We went to this house party once and we didn't have enough grog and it was pretty dodgy. We shouldn't have done this, but we like broke into the cellar. It was like a pumping house party. <laughs> and there was, when I say this, like there was like the under the, you know, where the garage was or whatever. We just found our way down there, me and my mates, and we just found all this wine just in a rack. Like, fuck yes, all this wine. <laughs> And, and then we're rack. like, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, well, we can't like drink it. We can't be walking around with this bottle of wine. The, the, the girl owns a house. It's going to be like, where exactly did you get that from? Do you know what I mean? So, and we didn't know where to get a glass or whatever. So we're like, let's just fucking steal it. So we took all these wine and took it home. And because uh, we were just living in this, like, we just moved out. So we we're just 18. And this is how useless we were. We, we like, the next day we were getting pissed and we didn't have a corkscrew. So we're like, how do, what do we do? And it was like, you know, like monkeys trying to figure out how to get into a computer sort of thing. So we're like stabbing the wine and it was like corked, obviously, you know, and we just like, someone's like, just push it through. I heard you push it through, but we'd like chipped away at it with yeah. a knife. Oh. And then, so we like pushed the, the cork through and it's just crumbled into the wine. And uh. then we're pouring the wine through like a sieve. <laughs> Into glasses, right? And then we're drinking it, and it's got all bits of That's cork in it. And then we look, and this would have been this would have been like 2006. And I swear, I can't remember the exact year, but then we looked and we realized that the wine was like 12 years old. Oh, it was like oh. a really expensive fucking wine. And you just was, stabbed the yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we just stole it from these family, so and then just drinking it. Hating it, we're like, this is disgusting, and ruining it at once. And then we looked it up, and we're like, this is actually really fucking expensive. <laughs> absolutely not appreciating. I've definitely it at all. done the chef's knife into the cork oh, thing. Yeah, yeah that's a classic. But that just reminded me when you were talking about pushing down. One of like a really embarrassing story from not my youth, from a couple of years ago <laughs> when I when I first started dating my now wife. Mm. Uh, I went to I think it. Mexico, I think it was called, like a, a, a country a, below. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Cuba? Guarajil? Uh, no, I went to like a Mexican restaurant in the city with uh, my wife. My wife to be at the time. We'd been dating for maybe like a month, Ooh, and I went with dogs, her. Yeah. yeah, and I went with her parents, and I think I'd met them once before. And the first time I'd met them, I was already born a mum and dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was kind of early to go to dinner with mum and dad. I tell you that. So that's oh, everything happened pretty fast. Aren't we love each other very much. It's very sweet. <laughs> I love you, Amy. Very, very uh, she listens. We all love Amy. Well, so does my mother-in-law. And she'll remember this story. But uh, we went to like an expensive res uh, Mexican restaurant like down in the, like in the middle of the CBD. And of course, we all got like Coronas while we were, with the lime in it. Yep. And I, uh, so like they stick the lime in the top of the bottle. Mm. And I remember this trick that my mate Tom used to do at house parties. So when you get the... You, push you it know down. what yeah, it is. Yeah. You push the lemon in and you hold your thumb over the top of the bottle and then hold the bottle upside yeah. down. And the lemon kind of floats to the bottom but upside down and it infuses yeah. the beer with lemon. Yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. Tight nose. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I was My like, mum taught me that. <laughs> 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 the 
11 years old. <laughs> so I was like, we're sitting and it's like a dimly lit place, like uh, a table much like this with me, my wife to be, and uh, her two parents, who I, this is the second time I've ever met them. Yeah. And a crowd at a restaurant at like six. And I was like, yeah, I got this trick that I learned about Corona. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I know where it's going and I just, oh, it's killing me. So I, I put, uh, so I was like, Adrian, uh, do you mind? Give me a beer. <laughs> uh, I pop it in. I was like, yeah, this if is If you a, wouldn't mind, I'm about to try to impress you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is a real cool trick I've learned. So I pushed, oh, COVID, the, I pushed the lime, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I pushed the lime into the beer, put my thumb over the top of the bottle, turned it upside down. And then the pressure just escaped and just like a sprinkler started piercing beer all over me. All over the table, all over my future father-in-law. And like at this point as well, like a waitress comes over with the guacamole that she's like made and it's just like out of control beer. So I turn it the right side up. It's still just piercing beer everywhere. So I'm putting it down by my pants. It just completely wets my pants. Wastes like more than half the beer and I'm just in and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. It was a cool trick. I've seen it happen so many times. This doesn't normally happen. Yeah. It's, like, it's the first time I told my wife it doesn't usually happen like this. Yeah. 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 Jamie doing yeah. that. Piss and beer. It goes over. The waitress slips over. It goes on his pants. It's all wet. And he's just like, ta-da. Yeah, well, after that, we still, that was like the first court. We still had to have dinner for like an hour and a half. I've been waiting to tell that story for so oh. long. That's, not That's not when Adrian took Amy aside and said, he's the one. Marry this boy. Man, Far can't out. get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of just hospo in general, I want to know uh, if you've ever been. I'm sure. Sh- I mean, I'm sure you have to the um, uh, Ohakune Tavern. The tavern. The tavern. It was. A, it's a place. I, d- I just found a random place on Google Maps because I like to. We. we what do you think? You think of the powder keg? Maybe. I, I'm not, it? No, it was definitely the word tavern in it. Okay, they, they used to, they used to be it used to be called the Ohakune Tavern there. And that was just the pub, but I think that's changed into a bunch of shit now. Okay, well, this whatever this one is. But I, I used to go there and play the pokies all the time. Well, okay. <laughs> is it on the main, is it, uh, I'm looking at Kenny Tavern on the main road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. But so right. um, it's probably best that we don't get to the bottom because if they hear this, we might get sued. <laughs> <laughs> these reviews, this, this Allegedly, is, this is a bit of a say. saga, right? So the okay. first review I see, this is from a week ago. Um, and, and you mentioned pokies appropriately. This is from Hayden. <laughs> Uh, he, he rates it three stars. I used to go to the pokies here with my son all the time. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> Spray beer all over his pants. <laughs> Brings back memories. He's 11 now, but my ex-wife has him. I put... <laughs> <laughs> I put $20 in the machine to remind me of my son. Got the feature with the Chinese guys. 119 New Zealand dollars. Give me my son back, Suzanne. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> that is a real shit. review from, from a week ago. That, I like how that's three stars. That too. killed me. Uh, the other, so there, there are two. Did Ohakune Tavern respond to they that? They didn't, unfortunately. Like, good luck with your son. Yeah. <laughs> they don't seem to respond to very many, which was a shame. Um, but there, yeah, so there are two sort of running themes throughout a lot of these reviews that I was stringing together. Like, there's some odd stuff happening at this place. One of them is that apparently the lady who works there is. Um, 
often just hammered behind the bar, <laughs> right? So this yeah. is um, that's all, Cooney. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This is um, this is a review. Another three star from Simon. Lovely place, lovely place. Chef was funny and the food was great. Chef However, was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you always want. Really really hey, uh, how's the chef tonight? Is he got bits? Uh, is he riffing? Um, however, my friends and I were served by two women. One seemed intoxicated. The other lady had her jaw swinging like a boat rudder with no captain <laughs> <laughs> and eyes wired by a dodgy electrician. Do you want the drunk or the capped out waitress? Yeah. Yeah. Section do you want? Oh, uh, Kune residents know how to fucking spin a yarn. Yeah. There's two oh. reviews, and I'm like, I'm right there in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Next to him in the pokies playing Where's the Gold? Being like, give me back his son. Um, so yeah, that one goes on and on. But then there's another one. This is one star. Don't go here. Food was average, but the staff here were absolutely overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, staff, eh? <laughs> one, one female staff member who served us was clearly drunk and slurring her words. She could be heard swearing the entire time. I honestly thought she was a customer who got behind the bar playing a drunken joke. The other looked like she'd been up for days and drugged out of her brain, chewing her own tongue and lost in a daze. This is the same Jeez. two people. Yeah, so it's the same what? two people, right? You can one of them, Suzanne. <laughs> Man, possibly. Possibly. Uh, this is two stars from um, Sherry. We visited the uh, Ohakuni Tav last night. Can't say I'll be in a rush to go back there. First thing I said to my partner was, is that chick drunk or what? <laughs> <laughs> now, and now here's another one. Here and these are like months apart. Like months not apart. the same day. You this know what I mean? Like, this is not one big session. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. stretched Holy out for, yeah. for months and months. The other Lovely. running theme I found is... If like avoid the chicken schnitzel if you go to this place is my advice because <laughs> there's a lot of people complaining about pubes in the chicken schnitzel. Oh, yeah, but it's just a funny joke from the <laughs> chef. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the pube bit? <laughs> um, so this is a, this one's a little bit longer, right? This is one star from Hannah. Do not go here. The owner threatened us because we complained about hair in the food. Never met anyone more rude in my life. The woman behind the bar was the most unfriendly person ever when we arrived. And when my, when my food came, it had numerous hairs. So she obviously hadn't had enough drink. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's a bit cranky. Yeah, um, we took it back. She said it was supposed to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, the chicken parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> The permy. The permy. Get me the permy. That's the end. Uh, uh, I'm moving back. Uh, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, she finishes off by saying uh, she then decided to take pictures of us, and when, when uh, we asked her to leave us alone, the owner threatened to break our face while we were leaving. Holy so, Jesus. Which, Jesus. Which, you know, it, that happens a fair bit. There's a, some really long ones here. This is I found a lot of little hair in my food. Uh, when I <laughs> reported it to the staff, I've been treated very badly. Um, and so it's a lo- this one goes forever. I won't read the whole thing, but it ends with um, them basically saying, look, I, I want to go. I want my money back. They're refusing. She goes, um, she asked me to go away, and I was doing that anyway when the other member of the staff, probably her husband, threatened me with the classic, go away or you're going to have to see your dentist. <laughs> He's gonna have to do some pubic stretches. (laughs) (laughs) And then here's here's three just quick ones. Hairs in food. Staff said it was normal and threatened when questioned about it. Avoid. (laughs) Another one. One star. Hair in food. Like drop the whole meal on carpet and putting back on the plate amounts. Staff were rude and insulting when it was put. 
put out one star staff that threaten patrons with violence after they complain about numerous hairs in their feet. So this is like a running thing, right? And then the fun, like the funniest one that was like even further down, one star from David. My dining experience was ruined by another table constantly whinging about pubic hair. (laughs) 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 Enjoying my (laughs) pervy. He's eating a dead set like fucking wig on a plate, and he's like, "Oh, I'm trying to fucking enjoy this over here." Stop your whinging. They're just just a bald chef in the corner going, "What's the deal? (laughs) People not enjoying hairy food." (laughs) (laughs) The Seinfeld theme just playing. So that's the tab, which, I, man, if I, if I ever get over there, I'm going to that tab for sure. Yeah. I'm ordering the chicken schnitzel just to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, unreal. I mean, is that, like, it, it sounds like because it's like a touristy town for yeah. most of the time, they can just operate, turn a profit, people are in and out, and it doesn't fucking matter. Like, oh, if no, that was sure, a pub yeah. in a small town, you can't survive with everybody just getting <laughs> mashed know. and threatened. But it was it. Well, there's, there's kind of there's, there's a there's a part of town where everything kind of works. Everything's a little bit different now, but maybe not there. But there's there's been this one zone where just nothing's worked there. Where it's just like this is always just someone goes and does something bullshit. And right. it's like the businesses. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. It was like like you're not even laundering money. This is <laughs> man, there is a stand there. There's a site in Queanbeyan that we used to think was like cursed or something. It, it was uh a dining pizza hut when I was a kid, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Loved it, always went there. And then when that kind of went out, of, I guess they would have stopped sometime in the late 90s and they got out of there and it just kind of sat vacant. And anytime someone tried to open a business there, it would l- inevitably last a couple of months and leave. And um, I think the first business after the pizza hut was another pizza pasta restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And the, pizza house. There was this big <laughs> scandal in in town because they, they'd opened, I think it was opening night, um, they clearly just did not think it through and have enough staff to, to with the demand. And so this is opening night of this guy's ready. He's just cut the ribbon on it. He's like, let's do this. And the chef who was working there got so overworked and so annoyed that she um, she stormed out of the kitchen to a packed dining room and was like, fuck yous all. I fucking shat in your food. You're pieces of shit. Go fuck yourselves. And just storms out. <laughs> they lasted one night. <laughs> that must be hospital one. Right? You yeah, must have seen exactly some it. shit in your time, right? Oh, man. I've, I've seen and done some shit. <laughs> in the food. <laughs> I've, never, I've literally never fucked with anyone's food, though. Yeah. I think that's the biggest grub move. Yeah. Like, I've, you I've, shouldn't do that. I've fuck with my friends drinks before yeah. when I've been like out with them like I think I like put my ball sack and he took a sip and I was I was like oh just so you know I put my ball sack on your drink and he's like you dickhead give me your drink and then he put his ball sack on my drink and then I was like should we just cut out the middleman? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like your balls, you look mine, and we're both pranksters, right? That's what men do. They prank Welcome each to other. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, homoerotic friendships via <laughs> alcohol. That's great. That is fucking, yeah, adulthood, man. That's great. I uh, I did find a l- one other little bit of history, um, you know, about um, Alcuni. It was uh, actually the, s- the first ever... Uh, side of like bungee jumping, commercial bungee jumping. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. The bridge, or there was a bridge outside of town, or something like the, that. The bridge <coughs> to nowhere. No, not the bridge to nowhere. No, I know that. I know the one. Yeah, yeah. It's um, but uh, I mean, there'd been bungee jumping. Like bungee jumping is this weird thing. It's like a New Zealand. It's it's very big as a 
commercial thing in New Zealand. Yeah, right? AJ Hackett. AJ Hackett. Yeah, he, yeah. He, was, he was a bit of a legend. You know? he, um, he Get invent- his face on the five dollar bill, would you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? You just so just so bungee um, enthusiast. Right. Yeah. So basically, bungee jumping is like it was this thing that they did in Vanuatu. It's called land diving. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. footage of that. It's fucking it's, crazy. It's, it's so it's so similar to bungee jumping. It's so different because they, <laughs> they just literally the land on the ground. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's just. Jumping to your death? It's like no, no. It's no. huge. They put this huge, it's like, huge um, it's all, it's like just wooden platforms, platforms effectively, Sticks and, and then stuff. a vine, yeah. like a kind of a long vine, yeah. but uh, enough of it. So you're not hitting the ground at full force. It's pulling you up, but you're still smashing you're still the ground. It's it's like a str- it's force. like a, a a feat of strength or a masculinity. Yeah, yeah. And young boys would do it to prove their 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 men, and the the vines would be just long enough that yeah, it would you wouldn't die, but you would absolutely like. Smack the ground. It's cr- it's cool, to and like and it's yeah. not um a bun- It's not ru- like yeah. they're vines, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's given you yeah. this all give. <laughs> yeah. And so they were doing this thing about one. It was called land diving, and then like there was a few other little things like <clears throat> in the um, Chicago World's Fair. <clears throat> excuse me. Someone had proposed uh, based on this to do a to do some sort of uh, a bungee jump. It was going to be a bungee, a, a big rubber band tied to a car, like a train car, seating 200 people, and it was going to be shoved off a platform and then bounced down. And the engineer suggested for safety on the ground, they'd be covered with eight feet of feather bedding. <laughs> and then the proposal was declined by the fair as organisers. So they're like, this is probably the dumbest thing. Yeah. It's the Chicago World's Chicago fair. World's yeah, fair. No, no, that's the site of the world's first ever Ferris wheel. Oh. Wow! So I read a lot one of book first. once. <laughs> <laughs> so nearly the first ever bungee. So this was that would have been by far the first like western like bungee jumping with yeah. a rubber thing, yeah. and then Ox- the Oxford Dangerous Sports Club, the Oxford <laughs> University, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah, yeah. well like uh, the Oxford fa- Dangerous Sports Club for brave young men. <laughs> well, like Graham Chapman from um, Monty Python. Uh, Is it Graham Chapman? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. From Monty Python was in this club, and they basically. The you know because they were like obviously Oxford's for like hoity-toity like mm. losery very smart <laughs> smug men so I was like we're actually quite brave as well you know let's all do Brains dangerous and things yeah. <laughs> so then they came up with uh, they saw this and they they invented the bungee jump just as a feat right so they did it and they did it in 1979 um, from a bridge in Bristol and they did other but they also like because they were still part of the Oxford Dangerous Sports Club and they were Oxford they also whenever they did these feats they dressed in Top hats and tailcoats. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Just because ah, it's like, well, we must still have some prestige. <laughs> yeah. So they were bungee jumping like this in the in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, and so they were this ridiculous club. And then, uh, yeah, AJ Hacker from Auckland sort of caught on to this sort of like, yeah, it was, it was like like base jumping or something where it was like just the thing that was done by a few weird, crazy people. Yeah, yeah, like and a little bit illegal. Yeah, a little yeah. illegal. So he, AJ Hackett, was this guy from Auckland and he started doing it and he like bungee jumped from the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, illegally. Illegally, got yeah. arrested. They'll Every time you did it, you get arrested. Yeah. But it was one of those, you know, the guy who would climb buildings and see Yeah, yeah I love that guy. It was sort of I what it was. we covered him in uh, past episodes. Yeah, so it was sort of like that. But that's what bungee jumping was. And then he was like, hold on, I think we could like make this safe. And commercialize it. And so he invented this some sort of like, you know, obviously they had rubber, but some sort of way that they would bind the rubber and yeah, make it very yeah. strong and very secure. And he also was the first one. I think everybody else did it from the back and he was he did it tying it from the ankle and it was like, all right, so he invented a few little things. 
And then, yeah, it was an old bridge outside Okanay, Old Coach Road or something old like Coach that. Old Coach Road, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, So that was the first commercial site of bungee jumping in the world. And in 1988, they had a bunch of people jump off it. And then it moved, he moved his stuff to Queenstown and it sort of became a massive thing and did it yeah. all over the place. But it's, it's pretty safe, apparently, bungee jumping. There are... But I just love this from the Wikipedia. A relatively common mistake in fatal cases is to use a cord that is too long. And apparently a 22-year-old American man died and the length of the cord, they did it himself, the length of the cord he had assembled was actually greater than the distance between his jumping point and the ground. So oh, not even accounting for the, the stretchiness, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, the cr- oh, fuck. You know what I mean? So he just hit. The- he just hit yeah. without, it didn't even pull taut at all. Yeah. It just was like, whack. And uh, he just started killing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to undershoot every time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, another two meter, you jump off like a hundred meter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass myself by having too short of a lead. Uh, but I'm, yeah, but going oh, very man. famous. I've actually bungee jumped. I was going to uh, say. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never. I've I did never it when I was. Um, have never, would never. This is the thing. I did it when I was 16, right? My family went to New Zealand. And you know, when you I don't know, uh, well, I was at least 16, very angsty young. Teenage boy, and we went to Queenstown skiing and family vacation. Like, this fucking shit. And, Can't uh, believe I'm, they're paying yeah, for all this. Bullshit. I just wish I was at the mall. Yeah, just like the worst little shit. But then I'm like, well, I'm going to go bungee jumping. Fuck it all, you know. And then. Um, Were you as tall as you are now then? Oh, I wasn't as tall, but I was tall. Kid. Okay. 16, like, yeah, would have been like. Kind of say, like, if I was a bungee two, guy, one, <laughs> but you walked short in, I'd be Get the scissors. <laughs> but, I, uh, but I went to, um, yeah, we went to bungee jumping, and, well, I, I did, and I was like, but dad, dad was like, I'm not doing that shit, you know? And I'm like, oh, you fucking pussy, you know? But now I'm like... Give us an ear. Yeah, now I'm like older than 16. I'm like, I would not do that again, yeah. you know? Dad was like, your eyes will pop out, all this shit. I was just an idiot kid. How was the experience? But it was it was pretty pretty freaky, but cool. Oh, I just gave yeah. me the shivers thinking about really? it. Really? It, it fucks me up too. I've, I've been skydiving in, in Australia. I would I would rather bungee than skydive. I, I, skydiving is stupid. I'd rather bungee than skydive, I think. It, it makes more sense to I me now as well, just, but now I can't do either. I think I'd again. rather just play like Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, we didn't just, have to ask. Yeah, just configure a nice party. <laughs> you know the worst part about like skydiving and doing anything like that though is like is like the bus drive to get to the spot. Yeah. And, and the bus driver is like there. It's like five o'clock in the morning where it's like, hey guys, uh, so just a regular day, uh, nothing crazy going on today. <laughs> We're jumping out of a plane. Where'd this guy come from? The Ohakune Tavern. <laughs> School for <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I, the, the story for when I did it was, it was like, there's all these bungee jumps you can do. When, when I went over there, like you pick all the ones and like the cheapest was also the shortest. And I'm like, that'll Sh- do. Short, you know shortest rope? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're like the shortest, like if you fall, like you can see the ground. Some of them were like just ridiculous, like Ooh. twice as long, you know? And I can't remember how many feet, but it was like the shortest one you could do. So I'm like, that'll fucking do. I think I just wanted to do it so I could walk around and go, yeah, a bunch of jumps. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I would never cared if it was off a fucking slippery dip. I would have been like, <laughs> but uh, I went up and it was me and it was a brother and sister as well who were the three on the little platform. And you're on the little platform and it's very nerve wracking. Uh, and, you know, there's obviously a fucking ledge there, but you're just in this like little capsule. And then the brother goes first and he. He's a couple of years old. He probably was like 18 or something. But they put it, they're like, do you want it on your a chest? Like a strap it around your waist? Like, a, you know what I mean? And it'll be it'll attached to your back. Mm. Or you can do it on your ankles. And he's like, ankles. And so they put it on his ankles. And he just like, literally just sort of like, 
like hops and just jumps like a salmon and just does it like without a fucking ho- <laughs> any Fuck. hesitation. I'm like, oh my god! And then I'm like, the vest and the ankles if you were mine. And I no, but then the funny thing you was can that- also encase me in cotton wool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the sister goes next, and she's probably a bit younger. But she's like clearly like, oh, you know, my brother will do it. I'll do it. <laughs> and she's up there, and they and they strap her. I come out. I think she had it on her, around her waist, uh, her chest, or whatever. And then she goes to run off the ledge, and she runs, and then she stops, and then just crumbles before she goes off. And she's oh, like, oh, I can't do it. Absolutely, what I would do. And oh. then she crumbles, and then they're like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Come on, get up. It's all right. And then she goes again, and she crumbles, and she just can't. And she's like trying to be brave, but as soon as she gets close to the edge. She just like stops and she just falls down and she's like, oh, I can't do it. And then the third time she does it, she does it, but she's like really close to the edge. And oh, the operator goes, gets his foot and oh. just pushes her off with his oh heel. Yeah, and I'm sitting there watching it and he just goes, bonk like that. And she just falls down. And I'm looking at it like, oh my fucking God. That's unethical, right? I just remember, and he didn't even say anything. He just was like, you yeah, know, that's what you got to do. You got to push him off, you know. Yeah. It's just half of a dart. He's like, man, I'll fucking work. You know, I've got to get home by four, you know. I think I'd rather eat the Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to do it and like, I, uh, you got you can hold the rope like that because it's like sort of coming around your shoulder. Don't you get rope burn though? If you're well, it's, you're not holding it to like for... You, it's going to come out of your hands, but just, right. I don't know, for something to hold on to. <laughs> because they didn't have a teddy bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I need my Linus blanket, my thumb in my fucking mouth. Can I have a pacifier? Yeah. While <laughs> so then I. called She Had. I literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I literally, like, curled up to the rope like that, like I was holding on to it like this. And then he, I just sort of, like, fell backwards, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then it's just, like, you know, free falling, like, just feeling of, like, oh, and then you. Yeah, it was like scary, but there, there was, it wasn't as scary as like I think skydiving is way because you got to do something in skydiving, or someone has to do something. Yeah. Someone you know? has to do something. Yeah. The other yeah. guy it's, usually pulls the shoots. Sure, thing. but yeah. there's some. There's you know how is this idiot full quid? You know I don't know yeah, what's going exactly, on. Yeah. You know I feel like there's more to it. Whereas bunch, and then you just bounce and then. It's exhilarating. It was great. Did you close your eyes the whole time? Oh, and there's photos. Or can you remember? No, I I, I should find the photo. I'll ask mum because there's a photo and I look like petrified. Like I'm just like (laughs) holding. She's gonna be like, you look so handsome on the way down. My mum's very sweet, uh, and she will. You were so brave. (laughs) (laughs) You look like Brad Pitt. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there is a photo, and it. But it's you know that like roller coaster photos where you're like you always just look so stupid in them, and this is what I. I'm just like, oh, but like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking tough. You know? <laughs> How'd you but feel uh, after it though? You must've felt like a big man. Of course. You're, you're just like, I'm fucking doing it too much for a pussy. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Come on, dad. You want to do it? I'll do it with you. You know, you're going to try to walk off, but they still got the ankle things on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, cool though. I recommend it. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, sorry. I was yeah. going to say, should we hit the last question? Yeah, we got two of more course. questions. Yes. We always have two more questions. The first is, Ty, if someone says, hey, I'm coming to Ohakune, uh, I need an itinerary. I need something to do in the morning. I need something to do in the afternoon. I need something to do at nighttime. What do we do? And if we can use this to spotlight businesses that are good and do not put pubes in, <laughs> <laughs> that would be lovely for us because sometimes when we talk about towns, people are like, all oh, they did was shit on. So the key demographic are pube enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Is there I guess anything the, like uh, me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the area too, I suppose. You it know, sounds the, lovely. The yeah. Anything around there. So just, what do you reckon? Right. What's so, up to 
we're, we're talking like wintertime, summertime, yeah. or because because now since I've left, it's become a massive mountain biking thing. Oh, okay. In the off season, so now the off season is as busy as the other as, right. as winter. Oh, um, right. so there's there's that. So I would I'm just gonna say insert extreme sport here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. And then it's then it's good for all seasons. Yeah, yeah perfect. perfect. Um, I would say first things first. Well, you, you need a coffee and something to eat, right? Yeah. Uh, my friend Dawn has a place called Eat, which is like all vegetarian and vegan uh, food and, and coffee, and it's fucking delicious. Right. Like, Hell so, yeah. so good. Just like, go go get yourself sorted there. Beautiful. Um, go do your extreme sport <laughs> um, <laughs> for as long as you get like. Get your top hat and your tail coat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, do a sport. <laughs> and do a wheelie. <laughs> Take a photo of the carrot or something like e- that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, you got to do the classic thing. There's a place where I used to work. Um, my good friends own it, the, um, the powder keg, which is like, uh, it's got like fancy restaurant, pub, like also party venue all in the same thing it's all oh, nice. made out of timber that there's fucking fine like a full apres ski vibe you know that, that yeah. kind of thing and just get you know get slaughtered um, <laughs> and then uh, and then go stay at my mum's place who yeah. has, yeah. Who has an Airbnb and if you're nice enough you might get to try some rhubarb yeah. champagne exactly yeah uh, <laughs> still I think is the most enticing drink we've talked about all the time yeah, yeah, really that right. I'm really champs. stinging for one yeah, I, know. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind one that's yeah, she, she's, she's got Air, an Airbnb. It's under Ruapehu Corner. Oh, wow. That's yeah, yeah. cool. But so, fuck it. So, like, the entire time growing up, the house was just, like, she was always knocking walls down, putting them back up. Everything was, like, you know, pink bats, like, exposed, everything. Like, oh, we'll fix this up one day, whatever, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I left home at 18, like, she went in with, like, all my brothers. They were just, like, fix it up and made the place look amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and, right. like, it finally got finished. And she's like, now I'm going to, like, turn it into a business. Like, Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come back and stay. Yeah. Like, I'll fall back. Just <laughs> realising you're the one thing that held your parents back. Like, my parents moved back to England. And they're just like, yeah, we're going out every night. And I'm like, oh, I guess it's my fault that you... <laughs> it was me? <laughs> yeah. Not your baby boy. <laughs> Oh uh, man, that sounds yeah. like a day though. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Get, get there, fucking light some fires, smoke some cones, and just fucking drink some piss outside. Oh, perfect, That's man. Great. New Zealand, so, honestly, I mean, yeah. we've been talking about it a bit. Fuck, it's just we're gonna go there do some live shows. Go yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. It just sounds amazing. Also, a, a great Thai day is just like get vegan coffee, operated <laughs> by like a great business. Then afternoon and night get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it's Sounds our demographic. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it kind of works. And yeah. like, uh, it's just so quiet there. And like, you know, I know the same thing as when you go in you know, Southern Highlands or you know, get out of the city or whatever, but Mm-mm. the sky there is so fucking clear. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're looking there and the, the moon shines down off the snow and just like, because there's no, there's no Ubers or taxis there as well. So when I used to get like, pissed up when I was a you know, kid, like 14, sneaking into bars in like the, the main part of town, it would take me like, an hour to walk home mm. at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> There's no streetlights or anything. Like, oh, I'm going off that moon snow. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I don't walk into an active walk. Yeah. Like the three wise men following the fucking North Star. Yeah. Star oh, There's some dark riders, fuck. <laughs> Mid career at 14. <laughs> oh, right. Having a midlife crisis. Yeah. What am I fucking doing? <laughs> <laughs> I've been a boot fitter for 12 months now. <laughs> oh. I'm going to get a BMX with the top down. <laughs> oh, yeah. so so maybe I should get a perm. <laughs> <laughs> Permajana. <laughs> 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 
Okay, so we have one final question. Okay. Uh, and Sorry, so, Ty, everything, uh, you've achieved everything you want in life. Build to Spill Wine has become the biggest successful natural wine company on the planet. No, no thanks to community notice boards, adult passion pop coming soon. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> See right here, there should be a little link. into this right <laughs> now. <laughs> there, floating along. But you've become very successful. You've achieved everything you want when you, with your life. When all is said and done, do you move back to Ohakune to settle down? <sighs> We have talked about it, me, me and my partner. Yeah. Um, we both hate the heat, mm. um, which is um, interesting living in Sydney. Yes. So, like, it's just become livable for us now. <laughs> we have talked about going back. We do like city stuff, mm. um, but there is a fucking amazing, like, abandoned venue there, and I'm probably just giving this away now, but I don't care because if someone takes it over instead of us, that's cool. But it's, like, a huge venue that should just be, like, the biggest, like, fucking rock and roll dive bar venue in, oh in New God. Zealand and it's called the Hot Lava. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, don't you fucking touch yeah. it. <laughs> Trademark, motherfucker. <laughs> this is built to spill community notice but also. So that's your... That's, that's your Probably arena. a bad time to mention one of our four listeners is Justin Hemmies. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pokies in there. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, but God. there will be. <laughs> get the paperwork. Oh, well, that uh, would be so well, man. Let's, let's make that happen. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's a, that's a that's definitely a potential path. That's a that's a potential thing. Yeah, yeah cool. that's cool. That sounds that great. is cool. So that's a yeah, that's a firm yes on the yeah, question. That's, I think that's so. Firm yes. And also, so Ty, plug uh, built to spill wine. Where can you find it? Built to spill wine is on www.builttospill.wine, and yes. we've been enjoying it all episode. Highly recommend that. It. Honestly, got, that, that, that Nats, it's fucking like delightful. the one we've been drinking is the Nats, the cheeky redders. Yeah. And you've got a collaborate. You've got collaborations with a bunch of bands. We right? got collaborations so with a whole Chats, bunch of people. DZ Death Rays. Chats, DZ Death Rays. Affliction. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, The Outer's Murder in Hearts Wake. Um, we got some fucking crazy ones coming. We got Cosmic Psychos just came out as well. Um, yeah, so if check you like it out. wine and you like sick Australian music, yeah, you yeah. Have to spill wine. And we sell records as well, and we we sell oh, yeah. other other wines too, like made made by the same people in the same kind of way. So it's like. One stop shop. Yeah, get yeah check you it get out. This man. episode pressed on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, One person bought it. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for Thanks, coming man. on. Thanks for having me. And as always, uh, please uh, find us on social media at Community Noteboard Pod or and uh, leave five star review on Apple Podcasts. Watch us on YouTube subscribe. the day after. Subscribe. Tell your friends. What a great episode, Ty. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Fun. Legend. Well, uh, see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.